What is up? Not much, man. Been a while, man. It's been a while. When was the last one? God, I don't even know. It's been so long. Yeah. We forgot. Fucking real life and shit. I didn't really think we would do this, like, super, like, every month on the dot. So yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It gives us time to watch more movies, too. So. And, like, work and, like, stuff. You know, jobs, yeah. Yeah. And adults and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Responsibilities are overrated. Yeah. So that's what we're going to start off with, right? What we've been up to? Yeah. Working. Lots of shit. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots of shit. Right. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Um, well, I was just telling you Comic-Con. We did that. That was a lot of fun. Planet uh, Comic-Con? Yeah, Planet Comic-Con in Kansas City. Good times. We went, me and Cameron dressed up as Mario and Luigi. So that was cool. Who and, was who? Uh, uh, he was Mario, I was, was Luigi. Was he like walking around the whole time going, it's a me, a Mario? Yeah, we definitely did that several <laughs> times. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty fun. There was a lot of Mario and Luigi's there though. So we were just like, hey, hey, like another one. Hey, there's another doppelganger. And ours w- costumes were kind of loosely just thrown together. So there were some cool ones. There were some that like weren't as good as ours. And then we were like right in the middle. So, you know. Nice. Courtney was, uh, the wife was uh, Miss Frizzle again. Oh, yeah, that's uh, what she was last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't go too crazy on the costumes this year. But, uh, yeah, she reprised her role as Miss Frizzle. And honestly, I never, I never had the hots for Miss Frizzle until uh, my wife got until up. Courtney put it on? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, now I don't know why I find her attractive. <laughs> I, no clue. Miss Frizzle, take me on a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> she could take me on her magic school bus. Take you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reading rainbow. Yeah, I don't know Reading Rainbow anymore. Oh, no. It, I've gotten old enough that it's so far in the past I don't remember it anymore. Okay. It existed, though. Yeah. I know I watched it as a kid, but now I'm old enough that I don't have a memory, and yeah. it was long enough ago. We did Comic-Con, and we did... Uh, I went to a tattoo convention again in Iowa. Oh, yeah? yeah Is that Was Bill that Council Bluffs? Nope. Uh, no? Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. You don't um, say the S. I don't. You're not supposed to say the S. You're not supposed to. Yeah. They even have a commercial that says that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I went there for a tattoo convention uh, Sunday, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, Middle-of-the-map tattoo convention. I met this guy at uh, the Council Bluffs Villain Arts convention years ago before, like, year before COVID. He was putting on his own convention, told me about it. He was like, hey, you should come down. We had booths right next to each other, so we chatted kind of over the weekend and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he started the convention, did it, and then, boom, COVID hit, and so he didn't do another one. And that was one I was going to go to, and then so waited. He eventually got another one going, and I got to talk to him about it a little bit when I went up there this nice. time. And he said that it kind of worked out because like they weren't ready to have you know the crowd that kind of growth that time. Yeah. yeah. So um, it worked out. Actually, one yeah. of those uh, COVID stories that has a happy ending. So nice. That's good. And yeah, more power to him. It was a, it was a fun convention. They had a lot of good vendors there. Not just tattoos and tattoo-related stuff, but they had other artists. It was kind of like a Comic-Con. They had a live band. Oh, nice. Um, that was really cool. You know, auctions, silent auctions and stuff. Uh, really cool. I met DJ Tambe. He's, uh, he won Ink Master. can't remember, you know, a few years ago, but uh, he was that there. was pretty cool. He was probably the most famous artist there um, as far as, like, one you would recognize. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was a little drunk. I was in the lobby after after the whole, you know, convention and... Uh, I was with my apprentice Lindsay, and she wanted to go see the. Uh, she wanted to talk to him, so I was like, "Let's go up there, and I'll get a picture. Tell me want a picture." So I have no idea if I came off as a jerk or, you know, I just kind of went. Lovey up to him and was like, "Hey, man! Like big fan. She wants to get a picture, and just like threw my arm around him." So, uh, but she said she talked to him later, and he doesn't mind. Though. He was cool. He was like, "That he guy's like, not." He, said he likes it. Yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, I don't mind people coming up to me and asking for pictures." So. Nice. I was like that's good because that's gonna happen. Uh, did get, so what? Did you get any awards? Oh yeah, my hand won second place for um, small color. I didn't have your, any your, of my work to put your in. Your Slimer again? Yep, Slimer. Yeah. Did you did you steal that award from someone else again? Nope, nope. This one was all mine. <laughs> I entered one of my tattoos in small color. Lindsay's got a little patch tattoo that I did. I figured since she was there, I'd enter it in, but it didn't win. Uh, cool tattoo, but probably not crazy. Not what they're looking win. for. Yeah, an award. Um, it's still cool. I got a lot of, uh, I'm doing that guest spot. Uh, oh, that's other news. I'm doing that guest spot in June up in Kansas City, my first one. And it's with Orville, the guy who does my color work. So I have like uh, armfuls of plaques oh, nice. for him that he's won uh, for the artwork I've been entering in when I go to conventions. So uh, hopefully he puts them up and displays them proudly. Nice. Yeah. What have you been up to? Well, 
I got promoted at work. Yeah, promotion. so I'm still at the hotel. Right, yep. So I am now the director of sales and marketing there. So nice. Uh, so yeah. is this like you have to like wear a tie and stuff, or you already had? To do I don't that? have to. Uh, some days I do. You should get a power uh, suit and just like assert your authority. Maybe assert so your dominance. Maybe once I lose some weight, I can. I'll spend some money on a better suit. All right. Well, yeah. everyone. I've kind of pudged up a little bit, so that does suck when they like have to measure you, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't need you." Yeah, I'm, I'm carrying some holiday weight, and, and it's like June. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's time to burn that off. Yep. So, so you're gonna start ass crack sweating all that out pretty soon. I do that just sitting it's now. Be right now. I've gotten fat enough that. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the wife and I went to Vegas. She turned forty. Ooh, I like how you whispered. Yep. Um, so she decided when I turned 40 a few years ago, we had a big party at my house. Cause I, not only did I turn 40, I turned 40 on Friday the 13th. Oh, cool. So I was like, Creepy. I gotta have a fucking party. Yeah. So she's like, I don't want to have to clean up. So let's just go to Vegas. Nice. So, and I owed her a trip to Vegas. So she's been twice. I've been like 14 or 15 times. Oh shit. She's been twice. She was like 12 the first time and she was pregnant with our youngest the second time. So she's never been able to just drink. Yeah. So no, I kind of owed her a trip to Vegas anyway. So cool. we went to Vegas for a few days. No kids. Mm -hmm. um, stayed at the Bellagio. Yeah, you don't take the kids to Vegas. Yeah. If you it, take your kids it, to Vegas, you're an it, asshole. It, it just, just yes, saying. absolutely. Just it, and this is don't coming from people with kids. It drives us nuts. Yeah. yeah I got the kids. strip is not for kids. No. None of it. That, that's the advice for this podcast. Even the stuff for kids. That's just to get you there. They well, yeah. The M&M the &M store and the Hershey store, that's not for it's kids. really not that cool. Yeah, because it leads, like, M&M's, or Hershey store leads right into New York, New York. Yeah. Into a casino. Yeah. You don't fucking need it. And for a reason. They, yeah. They want you in there, not your kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> advice of the day. Don't take your kids to Vegas. Good advice. So, the week after, work sent me to Philly for training, because that's where corporate is. Philadelphia? Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So, uh, of course, it was one of those that probably could have just been an email or a web webinar. Mm -hmm. um, but it was still good, and I re I found out. So, you know, Kansas got sports betting starting September first last year, yeah. and I'm I'm not a degenerate, but uh, there's been there's only been a couple days where I haven't bet since September first. Oh really? Yeah. See, that's one of the reasons I haven't done it is because yeah. I have a feeling. Now I'm on house money. I would. Yeah. I'm on house money. Well, you just 150 bucks. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I just bet uh, two guys that don't normally hit home runs would hit home runs today, and they hit home runs. So. Nice. Yeah, play with yeah. house money now. Yep. So you I've been... Have, so might as well just found it on the ground. I'm probably up like 600 bucks since right. then. Cool. Um, but I found out in, in Pennsylvania, not only can you sports bet, but you can actually play live casino games on the, on the apps. Oh, fun. So, like... Those aren't rigged at all. Uh, I mean, I ended up winning like seventy bucks playing blackjack. Yeah, because you actually yeah. see the the dealer dealing the cards and everything. It's like a real person. Yeah, real oh, person. Like I it's on. It was like it's a, v, no, like, it's oh, well, you yeah. can. They they have they slots, have which I don't. That version, I don't yeah. understand slots. I can do you penny your quarter slots. I don't understand doing that. Dude, if you read into that, those are so rigged. Everything yeah. like they have to pay off people all the time. Right. To just not say anything when they get caught. And right. They do. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I did play blackjack. Like any minute moment I had, I was started playing black. Even on the in the airport, I'm like, oh, I'm playing blackjack, um, and like won like seventy bucks off of it. So right. that that was my biggest take from Philadelphia. I think if you win, you're not a degenerate. If you lose, then yeah, then that's why I said I'm not quite a degenerate. <laughs> but I I mean, if there's gambling involved, I have to. If it's there's legal gambling involved, I <laughs> I, I, I try to interject legal. myself into it. Yeah, yeah. it's so. fun. I've yeah. been doing the Robinhood app with the stocks. That feels yeah. a lot like gambling. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind I of is. I just want to pump more money into it. I still it, have no the, idea the difference works. is the return is not as quick as if you sports bet. That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. What we, what we what got you talking about that? You guys went to Vegas, right? We went to Vegas, oh, okay. and then we went to Philly. Or yeah, I went, went I went to Philly. So you've been doing a lot of gambling. Yeah. Right, cool. Been doing a lot of gambling. So. Well, good luck, man. Parlay yeah. that into more money. Have you nice. seen Uncut Gems? I have not. With Adam Sandler in it? I've seen previews. I have not seen oh, it. Oh, watch it right now while you're in this game. Like, leave? Friendly. Just go leave? Yes. Get the fuck out of here, guys. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Uncut no, Gems. I'm, I'm writing it down right now. Uncut yeah. Gems will... Yeah, if anybody yeah. listening has seen Uncut Gems, they're going, yes, watch Uncut Gems, because it's fucking badass. 
And um, Adam Sandler plays this like uh, jewelry store owner, but he's like a degenerate gambler who just like by the end of the movie, you're just like, please stop! Like you feel like you're gambling. Really? By the end of the movie, yes. Oh, like, I don't my know. My heart I should... was pounding. I was like, I don't. I don't know if I could man. watch that then. Dude, watch it. If so is it? It's it, more of a serious fine. one then. Yeah. It's not like one of his like Billy Madison types or no. Big Daddy. It's yeah. it's a serious one. Damn. All right, I'll add it to the list. That's the list right yeah. now. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to some tattoo stuff, man. Yeah. So, as an artist, what kind of advice do you have? Um, actually, this is directly related to the trip I just took to the convention. We did. We went up there, me and Bug, my apprentice. We went up on uh, on Sunday, did the convention, hung out, went and you know rubbed elbows and drank with all the guys afterwards and everything, and then uh, went to the seminars the next day. That's the whole reason I went up there was there was three artists putting on a seminar. The next day and yeah it was very very helpful like three completely different artists with completely different styles and approaches to it just like you know set, set you in a classroom setting with probably 60 70 other artists so that was cool too just to be surrounded by peers i've never like really been in a room with that many other tattoo artists from apprentices on up to people who've probably been tattooing for 20 years or more um very cool and we got to meet one of my favorite artists dave koenig and he's um, he's a badass. I don't even know how to describe his art, but he does like American traditional, kind of like Japanese inspired, but it's like pinstriping. It's, it's crazy. Mm. I don't even know how to describe. It. I meant to ask him what he calls his style, but I forgot. I had other questions for him. Um, but he was cool. He actually gave me a follow on Instagram, so I was nice. like, that's like the whole, You've the made whole it now. trip was for. Yeah, just yeah. to like get one or two of these guys to like know who I am, and. Uh, so I would say if you're an artist, whether you're you know starting off or you've already you know been tattooing for years and years, just keep, just find these seminars and do them. And even if it doesn't apply to you, um, you know there you just get to know what the you know what other artist styles are, their process, um, all that stuff super valuable just for your you know your knowledge of the of your craft. So always on. be open to learn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And that's what they talked about that stuff too. And. Uh, the first guy was very like meticulous, and he was he set his stuff up. He talked about silhouettes and how a tattoo should read, and how to you know keep points from you know certain points from meeting to just maybe make it flow better and read a lot better. And his was really informative and like kind of a technical approach to it. The second guy was Dave, and he does these huge pieces which like go from your ankle up to your shoulders. Oh damn, big pieces. So his his seminar was pretty much about how to approach that. Um, the things I mainly wanted to know is how he picked clients for this. Like, how do you find people, um, you know, who are serious about getting this and come in consistently? And he's like, I basically do like a credit check, you know, and he's like, I'll, I'll ask them how long they've had their job. You know, if they haven't had it for five years, then that's probably won't pick them. Hmm. He's like, you know, and he put it this way, like that's, you know, if you're going to come in once a month and work on your tattoo with me. It's going to be like a thousand dollars every time you come in. That's like a second mortgage. Right. So you need to make sure that you can afford that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was, I was like, that's smart. Like, I should maybe vet my clients more to make sure that they know what a big thing they're asking for. Like, yeah. this is a lot of money. Um, so that was a really valuable one. And the last guy, he was, like, really funny. I didn't even, like, take many notes during his because I was just laughing so much. And uh, he straight up came up and he's like, yeah, uh, I got um, ADD. And I did this whole presentation tomorrow, so or yesterday, you know, before I came in, and I'm not even sure what's in it, so we're both going to go for a little <laughs> ride. And his was just like, he would put stuff on, he's like, oh, I didn't add to that, there you go. And uh, it was just really funny, and then he, he, he left himself open to, you know, ask a lot of questions afterwards. So um, really cool to just see three completely different styles. And um, so, yeah, I would say that. Do seminars, guys, if you, whenever you get a chance. They cost money, but... Uh, the knowledge that you'll come away with, you know, it's worth the money. Good ROI. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, so as a client, I would say kind of kind of along those lines of being open, uh, be open to what kind of work you want. Like, be realistic. Like, I know, I'm sure you've had some people that have come in that wanted super detailed stuff that you just couldn't, couldn't do in such a small, like they wanted it in a, a smaller package. Yeah, um, yeah. There's only so much detail you can do. And so be be open and realistic to what what you're wanting. Yeah, if the artist says that they can't do it that size, they're not trying to be cheap or lazy. It's probably because they're looking out for the longevity of the tattoo. You know, I could do it today with a one liner and make the little line lines teeny tiny, and 
you know, it would look great and you would read it just fine. But in 10, 15 years, that, you know, the ink spreads underneath the skin. You, you know, you lose layers of skin. You know, it's, it's got sunlight hitting it. Just your, your, your skin takes a beating. And 15-year-old tattoo, you're not even going to be able to read that later yeah. on. So, yeah. yeah, I'm always pushing for bigger, bolder, cleaner, more readable. Um, that's the stuff that's going to hold up over time. Yep, and your and your artists worth going to are going to tell you that. Yeah. If 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 you look, if you show them what you want, and they are honest with you and say, I may be able to do it, but in five ten years it's not going to look good. That's an artist you want to consider because they're honest with you and they want to make sure that what you're getting is what you want and and what they're what they're providing is good. They don't want their art to look like crap five ten fifteen years down the road. Yeah, and I always circle back to so you got to look at your artist too. Make sure you look at their portfolio and the style that they do matches up with what you're asking for. Um, that way they're not uncomfortable trying whatever you're, you're wanting them to do. And, you know, if somebody's been tattooing for a year, yeah, they might not be able to be, you know, they might not even have the experience to tell you, hey, you shouldn't do this because they haven't had tattoos come back after five, six years and see what they look like. Um, so that's, you know, pick your artist carefully too. Yep. Pick your artist like you pick your nose. Carefully and in private. Yeah, and then, but don't eat it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, it's so good, man. Like yep. four episodes without a booger-eating joke. Yeah. I mean, it was due. We you were broke due. broke the barrier. We were due. That's true. So, well, what? Any? you have any projects coming up that you're looking forward to? Oh, let's see. Because um, you're working on, Josh has that, that kind of 80s arm, right? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. The, the the guy who's getting the Game of Thrones sleeve too. He's been coming in consistently. Um, I finished up um, Scooby Doo piece on this girl's leg. She could only sit for like an hour. Oh wow. It was a decent sized piece. So yeah, I think we did like four or five one hour sessions, but we finally finished it. Wow. And she was great. She would come in wrapped too with the numbing stuff on, and just yeah, she just couldn't. And she was real quiet. She would sit real good, but after about an hour, she would just. I think I'm done. <laughs> okay, I'll do it an hour at a time if you want. So, huh. uh, yeah, I recently got an iPad. I'm excited about that. I just caved. I I got so sick of every time. Oh, wanted, you're becoming a snooty uh, bitch now. Them. Yeah, <laughs> it's Procreate, man. It's such a good program. It's so intuitive. Every time I wanted to do something on Sketchbook Pro, it, you know, and it couldn't do it, I'd go to Lindsay. She's got an iPad. She's like, oh yeah, you click, you know, she clicked three buttons and it would do it. I'm just like, oh my god, like this would save me so much time. So I finally just had to get rid of it or, you know, get a new iPad and it's, yeah, it's, I've completed my first uh, project. Did you see that Calvin and Hobbes one yeah. I did? Oh, yeah. that was the first one on the That album? was the first one yeah. on it, yeah. So yeah. I was just kind of playing around with the, making a mandala um, and uh, it turned into that. Yeah. <laughs> I did the Homer one first where he's eating the donut. Oh, yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was like, I should do like another fun one, which is a relatable character. And then I was like, oh, I need to figure out how coloring works on this. So I watched a few things and. That was my first color piece, which I'm sure once I learned more of the tools, I could have made it easier, too. Um, but, yeah. Look out. It's been fun. Next yeah. thing you know, you're going to have an iPhone, an Apple Watch, I and be a pretentious will, douche. Just so uh, they all connect, you know. Yeah. And then that'd be cool, too. But, yeah, I'm going to be one of them soon. It's your own fault, Samsung, because you, have, you don't have anything that can compete with Procreate. Maybe Adobe, um, Photoshop. Yeah. But, um, you I almost have to have a learn. degree to use Adobe. Yeah, I was like, I didn't yeah. want to learn a whole new program like that. And all everything I see online, it's for Procreate. And I was just like, they have little stamps you can buy. Like, you can get a whole catalog of just rose outlines at different really? angles and stuff. So, yeah, I don't have to spend hours and hours keeping, you know, outlining stuff. Or we keep a lot of outlines. Um, so, yeah, it's going to save a lot of time. Look out. It's going to save a tremendous amount of time. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's the greatest thing. Procreate. Take it from me. Well, if he's saying it, that's a different kind of procreate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can believe me. I created the Space Force. <laughs> I can't even do it. Space Force. Space Force. You're going to have everybody in the future will have huge hands. Huge. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm, I miss Trump. He was funny. It's just the comedy gold, man. Yeah. So is Bush. Oh, my God. Bush was hilarious. Which one? George uh, W. They're both George. Well, you know, the second one. George W., not H.W. Yes. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you a history lesson here real quick. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Yeah. 
to okay we're gonna we're going to list our top three here this one is this is sitcoms sitcoms yes not animated i was like scolded for putting animated sitcoms yeah but so non-animated sitcoms so your they're like the 30 35 minute sitcoms that have like an audience and laughter in the background when they when we they make it. a joke yeah we get it yeah so I think anyone who knows me knows at least what my number one is. Well, let's start with number three, though. Yeah. We'll go. You want me to go? Three to top. Three yeah, to one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all three of mine are very similar. I bet. So number three is Big Bang Theory. Uh, you know, I knew, I knew you would pick one of those, yeah. Yeah. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Overrated. How is it overrated? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just it didn't have staying power like the other shows. You know, it was like what, a nine good sitcom. Season? You should be able to watch over and over. Yeah. And that one, I'm just like, eh, I'd like to see this episode. So yeah, not to shit on you, you know, your terrible selection, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only episodes I I have a hard time watching over and over again is when Kaylee Cuoco had the short hair. What is the problem with her cutting her hair? She looked fine. She's I, still very doable. I mean, you put a bag <laughs> over her head, yeah. No, you wouldn't <laughs> put a bag over her head. You'd be lucky to have her, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. What's yours? Big Bang Theory. Uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Fucking love that show. Is man. that one still going? It is still, it is going. still going. I actually wrote down it's in its 16th season. No shit. 16th. Wow. That fucking show could drive by now. Legally. Wow. Yeah. So it's just so it's so funny. I remember when it first came out, it was described as Seinfeld on crack. And literally the characters were doing crack. So <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like that. And it's still going. It still makes me laugh. The newest season, they go to Ireland. Fucking hilarious. So, yeah. Nice. What's your number two? My number two is How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Same thing. Which? Overrated. Which, and I'll mention this when I get to number one, is very similar to my number one. How many seasons was that show? How that one was nine seasons. He was sat his kids down and told them dumbass stories for nine years. And it was all, all to ask permission for him to go on a date with Robin. Again. Yes. Was that what it was? That's what it was all about. Because the Aunt mom Robin. died. The mom, yeah. in the last episode, the mom had died of cancer. Oh, shit. And so, oh, did I just spoil it for you? I never, I see it was so terrible. I never yeah. finished the show. So, the mom <laughs> died. on all your picks. <laughs> and um, it was all, he was telling them all this because he wanted permission from the kids to go date Robin, the one that he dated the, on the first One episode. thing I always wondered, why did he grow up to be Bob Saget? <laughs> I'm sure I, we'll have to look at a fan theory about that with Full House. And then with the, they had Bob Saget narrate though, and I never understood yeah. why. We'll have to have find like some fan theory for that. Yeah, I bet there is one with Full oh, House and Bob Saget. We I bet sh- there is. Yeah, I bet there is. Yeah, Damn it. we should have looked that up. Yeah, beforehand. Uh, okay, so my number two, you got to give it The Office. Man, Office. it's just so good. The yeah. U.S. version or the U.K. version? The, U- the US. U.S. version. I've never seen the U.K. version, but I bet it's pretty funny too. Maybe I've heard. I've heard. It. It, obviously, it depends who you talk to. Mm-hmm. But the people I've talked to say that the U.K. version is funnier. It might be. I mean, but it just depends version. on who, what kind of comedy you like. Who who you the actor yeah. like? British comedy like, is kind of dry. Like I like John Krasinski a lot, and like his yeah. character is amazing, right? So his character is what like I watch it for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dwight definitely me like he's the he actually like towards the end of the show became like the main character yeah and a lot of he's actually one of the only people I think that has a speaking line in every episode really yeah nice yeah yeah um yeah so the office what's your you, what was, you said your number two my number two is how I met your mother how I met your mother yeah, yeah. okay so we're on yeah. number one number one put up so there's there's no surprise here my number one is friends Damn it. Absolutely, one hundred percent friends. Mine's friends too. Yeah, I mean, you can't, and, and you that's can't why I say my friends. number two. I, I always said when we were watching, going through watching How I Met Your Mother, I kept telling my <laughs> wife, "This is friends too." She's like, "No, it's not. There's only five of them." But if you look at who who they are, mm-hmm. like, um, just a group of friends. Yeah, it's, it's they all can reflect on the six from from the TV show Friends. Yeah. So well, but I feel like it was more about their relationship with each other than Friends yeah. was like they they all eventually kind of dated one another here. They and had there, a life together. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. And yeah, yeah Friends I, is just good. It still makes me laugh. Yep. Like, I still I, cry. I've seen the episodes a hundred times, and I'll still laugh. Uh, I still to this day I will I will. Start on season one, episode one, yeah. and then just when I have time, I watch it and then go through the entire ten seasons and then start back over again. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we named our oldest kid Matthew after Matthew Perry. No shit. And had we had a girl, it would have been named Chandler. We were tossing around uh, naming our, if we had a girl, Phoebe. Yeah. It was it was going to be Matilda or Phoebe. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Became Calvin instead. That's okay. I like, that's a good one too. Yeah. I was a yeah. big Calvin and Hobbes fan. So. so, some honorable mentions, right? Yes. We have Cheers. Cheers is a good one. Yep. Seinfeld. Uh, I, I wanted to put Seinfeld. I figured you would. Um, yeah. I'm now, giving. Check. How can you do Seinfeld when Friends is better? Right? You, you're either a yeah. Seinfeld person or a Friends person. You're not. And both. I did like Seinfeld, but I, yeah, I was like Friends all the way. Yeah. And I was late getting on Friends. We used to watch, um, you know, this is back when you, you know, kind of had, there's maybe one or two TVs in the house and you had to just watch whatever was on the big TV. Um, we would watch Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. And it was on the same time as Friends. And so I remember talking to my, my, my buddy one time on the bus and he was like, I was like, you watched Whose Line Is It Anyway last night? And he was like, no, man, I watched Friends. And I was like, fuck Friends, man. Friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then I was like, you gotta be watching Whose Line Is It Anyway, man? You know, what are you doing with your life? And then he, uh, and then eventually we, we, you know, my dad like flipped it over to Friends one night and it was pretty funny and we were like, shit, this show's kind of funny. And uh, yeah, then we were converted. The ironic thing about that <laughs> is Whose Line is still going, but Friends is not. That's true too, but yeah. Whose Line Although is Friends still not owns as good Nick as at Night. Yeah. Like if you turn on Nick at Night, it's Friends. That's all it is. Friends yeah. or Seinfeld. Yeah. That's like, that was like reruns of The Office got yeah. more more views on Netflix than like anything else. Yep. <laughs> I yep. St- yeah. And they have the super fan episodes on Peacock now. Yeah. Check that shit out. They, they've edited in all the deleted scenes. Yeah. So there's the DV- the DVD version of Friends mm-hmm. has all of those on there. So oh, no shit. I've watched, like I have that entire set. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. So I have the Blu-ray version and I have the DVD version and I started watching the Blu-ray version once and I was like, well, I missed that scene. I missed that scene. And I found out the, the DVD had oh, had longer versions, yeah. Oh fuck! I have to start over Friends. And find yeah, that. yeah. So yeah, now, yeah, like, I, I can't. I, I'm glad Peacock has it because I can't watch it. Like, on, when Netflix had it, I couldn't watch it on Netflix mm. um, because it didn't have the extended versions, and so I was getting pissed. You're like, yeah, I want the whole thing. Yeah, that's Cause, funny. Cause, There's a lot of stuff in the Office that you, that you're like, oh fuck, and it like lends. I have a theory about Toby being the Scranton Strangler, and it holds water, man. We should do that one sometime. Yeah, but I feel like most people know that one. Yeah. So um, some, some other options, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, that's the easy one too. That yeah. one was good. Um, watched that one a few times. Uh, check this one out, Home Improvement. Yes, yeah. I watched that one. My family and I watched that one. Yeah. My parents and I, we watched that one growing up. That was on like Hulu. We we watched the whole, the whole yeah. all the seasons um, like a year or two ago. But yeah, yeah. Full House. Um, Full House. Uh, one that I watched so much that I actually hate it now is Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, you love me. Yeah, you had my shower. Yeah, it never ends for Raymond. <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond, except for not anymore. Robert. But I got yeah. sick of fucking Deborah. Have you ever watched the show? I never watched it, dude. His mom and his old lady are bitches, man. And just after, like, you're watching it season after season, you're like, Ray's a fucking moron. Yeah, he's an idiot. Um, doesn't probably deserve either one of them, but. They are just relentless. And then there's an episode where you find out that it was her idea to move across the street. They live across the street from their parents. He's got an overbearing mother and a fucking cunt of a wife. Sorry, guys. Tell me Deborah's not a fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And so once you find out that she wanted to live, I was like, oh, no, now I really kill this chick because she fucking... It's her fault. Yeah. So that's one of those ones that I've just watched so much now. I love to hate it because I'm just like, oh... Leave Ray alone. <laughs> so it's one of those like if you want to be in a in a hateful mindset, just watch Everyone Loves Raymond. I wouldn't say it doesn't. Put, it doesn't. It's after years that it puts you in that mindset where you're just like, can you just leave the fucking guy alone? Like he's a good provider. He loves his kids. Yeah. Oh, but he wants to bang you. Boo hoo. Like you know, it's just it's and it's so real. Like one time, Seth Rogen said in the movie, he says. Um, Everybody loves, he says, life is just an unfunny version of Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, and I was like, that is perfect, because Everybody Loves Raymond, it deals with a lot of real issues, problems with marriages, the, the, a lot of the same shit that we all deal with, but it's funny. They make yeah. it funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check out Everybody Loves Raymond, but you'll probably love it so much you'll, you'll hate it eventually. You'll be depressed. And then check this one out. Um, this one counts. Dinosaurs. Now... That is a good one. I don't know if they filmed that in front of a live audience. But no, I dinosaurs think they did. Counts. I think they did. 
smack the bomb and he hits him with yeah. the frying pan. Oh man, that so like, that show was way so ahead like of Alf time. then, and it must have been a ton of work. Yeah. Alf would count. Oh yeah, yeah. Time. Damn, I didn't think of Alf. That was a little before my time. I didn't watch too much Alf. Yeah, but yeah, and then I had that one, the new one, Dave with Little Dicky in it. They just had a new season come out. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I've and heard it's of that one. pretty funny. What's he, that on? That's on Hulu. I think if it shows on FX, but um, hmm. it's come who has it. Um, and it's really funny. It's just his life as a white Jewish rapper trying to make it, you know, in the rap game. <laughs> Jewish rapper. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he, like, one of the first episodes, he's like, I'm taking out my bar mitzvah money because um, I'm going to pay this guy $10,000 to rap on my album. And he's, like, calling his parents to tell him. <laughs> he's like, I just thought I should tell you. Um, so it's really funny. And that's all I had. So, yeah. oh, man. It's a good list. Yeah, a lot of times we agree on, like, number ones. So. Yeah. That's probably why we're... That's better than number twos. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Yeah. You'll yeah. set number two. <laughs> well, how about some uh, some movie and show reviews? Movie and show reviews. Since Let's last see. time. Um, I watched that Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah? yeah. My wife wants... We haven't seen that yet, but my wife wants to. It was kind of ridiculous. So, so funny you... story about that one. When that came out, yeah. like I, we just got Paramount, and I'm trying to catch back up on NCIS. Uh-huh. And spoiler... One of the current seasons, there is an episode of where they there is a cocaine bear, <laughs> and it was like the same week that Cocaine Bear came out. Really? Yeah. Like, huh. just I was I was appalled. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> That's funny. What a coincidence. Um, yeah, I give it. You know, I do the five star system. I give it three stars. Um, I would have given it two stars, but it was pretty funny. Um, it was a little ridiculous, but you kind of, with a name like Cocaine Bear, you got to expect it and to be ridiculous. That's based on a true story, isn't it? It's based on a true story. Yeah. No fucking way the movie is even close to what happened. Yeah. I mean, but it was, like, it was inspired by a true it story. It was Maybe not based on a true inspired, story. Yeah. yeah. Just the, the decisions that people made and the stuff they did, and it all revolves around, like, yeah, I guess this guy, like, threw fucking cocaine out of a yeah. plane yeah. and then jumped that's out. The, that's the true story part. Yeah. And then yeah. Bear got a hold of it. But it eats like a whole kilo of cocaine. I don't know about all that, but I don't give too much away. But I'd say watch it. Just it's a fun one. You know, I wouldn't spend any money on it. It's on like uh, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Yeah. yeah. So if you got that subscription, check it out. Yeah. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, we we saw that. Did we see that one together? No, that was no. the only Marvel movie I didn't see in theaters so far. Mm. Yeah, because um, I just never got around to seeing it, and I think we were gonna see it, and I couldn't or something. Yeah. But then I just, man, every time I went to go see it, it just, something came up or I couldn't, you know, spend two, three hours in the middle of the day. Um, and I was really pumped for it, but really I only give it three stars because, I mean, if the measuring stick is Infinity War, then it only gets three stars. Yeah, that, because I, if you take away Infinity War um, and, and like your, your top tier Marvel movies, the star system is easier to get higher stars, but when you when you incorporate those top tier Marvel movies, the star rating just fucks up. See, but that one is just giving it a two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd agree with a three because yeah. I, I saw that one as well. I I mean, it was good. It told the story. Um, I thought it I think, could have been better. Yeah, I think they mourned over T'Challa too much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed it seemed like the whole movie was kind of an homage to like kind of right. him and his memory, which I get. Right. But at it, the same time. When people look back, you know, 10, 20 years, kids aren't going to know really right. what I, happened. If, I think if they had spent the first quarter or third kind of doing the morning of T'Challa, and then, okay, this is where we were, this is where we move forward. Yeah. I think that would have made it a lot better. And I didn't really like the description of, like, what happened to them and stuff. Like, they have all this technology, like, you can cure a bullet wound in, like, overnight, but you couldn't help this dude out. Like, right. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe they might get into it more later. And this isn't, you know, spoiling anything. This is just, like, what they talked about, um, like, at the beginning of the movie, about how he died. Like, explaining why this dude's not playing Black Panther anymore. Um, And I realized, um, really, not a lot of Black Panther in the Black Panther movie. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, There's some cool stuff. I don't want to give anything away, but um, it's not the best movie. I keep saying. That they're going to do like a Young Avengers type of thing. Right? Well, they've been setting that up forever. And this was another one where there's an op- opportunity for it. Yeah, in the end credits and all yeah. that stuff too, which that yeah. kind of bothered me a little bit too. I don't know if we want to give it, uh, give it away. But, yeah. Um, actually, yeah, you should have seen it by now. Go see it. But uh, yeah, Wakanda Forever, uh, three stars. And then we both saw Ant-Man. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, Quantum Mania. How many did you give it? Two and a half. Two and a half? Oh, yeah. we're going to do half stars. Okay, three. 
Good. Three stars. That's um, what I did too. Yeah. Once it, again, if Infinity War is the measuring it, stick. It I mean it, it was cool. It, but. it did its job. I liked I liked the humor in it. But I think Marvel is just going through the motions at this point. It seems like it. Yeah. Like there's so much more they could have done to set up Kang. I think yeah. they did a good job of setting up Kang, but there's so much more they could have done. Yeah, like I feel like I should really be frightened of this dude's power and what he's capable of. And I really was just like, yeah, he's just like smart and has technology. He's like another Iron Man, but yeah. evil. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to see like what really they're so afraid of about that guy when he's right. at full power. Now, hopefully, we get to see more of Kang because the guy playing Kang, Jonathan Majors, is in some. Uh, yeah. Legal trouble, I guess. That so. would be so hard for them to, to switch up because yeah. they, they did like Cause the, the Council of Kings. And the shit dude's and... playing awesome at Kang. I, I think yeah. they picked the right guy. No, yeah, his acting yeah. was great, and especially he has to play so many different versions of right. this guy. That yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool, and they got a good guy for. It. You can already tell that He Who Remains and Kang are two different different people. people. Yeah, yeah, um, which is cool too. But then, man, I got I got a lot. Yeah, hopefully this kid, this guy, don't fucking beat up anybody else. Or what did he do? Uh, supposedly, he, there's some strangulations in a choke taxi. Somebody. Choke someone, yeah. like his girlfriend in a taxi, and well, and whatnot. So it's, it's still at this point, it's still alleged. Yeah, so, maybe she had it coming. Is that, uh, you know, we got to hear the full story. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's still alleged. That's not a good look for Disney. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Reminds me of a country song I once heard. Aren't they all that way? Riding on a dirt road. Got my hooker in a chokehold. <laughs> Let me finish the song, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. That is better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how was Tulsa King? Tulsa King, the show. That's that the one with Stallone? Yeah, with Stallone. Uh, I'd give it three. A three? Three stars. Okay. Um, Damn, that's not enough for me to watch it. Stallone plays a really like? good mod. Like, he has that great New York accent he can do. What, he's doing a New York accent? He does, yeah. Like, it, he, that it, Italian how, New York. How does it go? I, I don't. I Come can't. On. I don't Come do on. voices. <laughs> Try if it's not Beavis or Butthead, I can't do it. Man, that's a, that'd be hard doing Stallone doing a, an accent. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, um, it's uh, something like this. It's a Mario. Yeah, it was more Italian than that. I don't know how to yeah. do this. Huh? Yeah, you'll just have to watch it. But he plays. He plays a mob <laughs> person really good. The problem is, there's too many storylines mm. with it. You can't have too like, many storylines too really on. Right. There, there's just too much. Like, it's, the first few episodes are really, really good. Like, it was simple to the point. You knew yeah. what was kind of going on. And then there, another backstory got added on. And then another backstory got added on. Mm. And then you just... you, If you knew there was another season, it would be okay. But not knowing there's not... You don't know if there's another season or not. Which I, I feel like there isn't. The way it ended, I feel like there is not. So you watched the whole season? I watched the whole season. Okay. Um, I feel like there's eh? not. And so then there was, it, it kind of, if there isn't one, all these backstories kind of just ruined it. Yeah. So. Is it, it like a violent show? Is there a lot of action in it? There's, there's some violence, yeah. Okay. Violence but it's, it's more of a drama. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I watched, I started watching that Yellowstone. Not enough to give a review on it, but it's pretty badass so far. Yeah. That's, I can get why people like it. That's why I got Peacock. Um, yeah. I haven't started watching it yet, but. Um, it's that's definitely high up on the list. Once I get caught up on NCIS, I think I'm gonna move over to, to Yellowstone. Okay, and then I'll, well, tell me about Air, and then I have one more. After yeah. That. So I saw Air. I want to um, see that. Yeah, the movie about the Air Jordan movie yeah. um, shoes. That one was that pretty good. I'd give it. I'd give it four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, good. It was that. You know, obviously not everything about it is true, oh, but really? it was. I. It was weird. Like knowing the backstory of the whole thing. Uh, Marlon Wayans was barely in the movie, but he played a, a very vital role in getting Jordan signed. Mm. So you only saw him in like one scene that really? I remember. Yeah. Mm. Um, Chris, who's the other black guy? Uh, Chris uh, Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Yeah, I saw he was in. He, he played a he, he played a from? decent been role gone for like fifteen. 20 well, years. yeah, it, and he did for who he I was, was like, supposed to play. Playing, he did pretty good. But yeah. he he's been phoning it in ever since rush hour. Like he just took rush hour to the bank, right? Yeah. It hasn't really been anything yeah, since. Man. Yeah. Um but I think it was in where is it coming so, out of my mouth? So this was the first <laughs> movie of the production company that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon created. Mm. That is is geared more towards the artists and less on corporations. Mm. Um so from what I from what I heard, the guy who actually wrote the script, you know, obviously 
the the original writing of the script and what ends up being in the script are two completely different things. Yeah. Enough so that a lot of corporations don't give the original script writer the credit they deserve. Yeah. From what I understand, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck told this guy, like the guy was like, yeah, I understand. I won't get that much because I'm, you know, I won't get the credit because all this stuff. And they said, nope, you get 100% of the credit. Really? Because you wrote it. Nice. So, yeah, I hear, like, yeah. I watch those documentaries and stuff like the movies that made us, and they'll be like, yeah, this guy wrote it, but it wasn't really that good, so we had this other guy rewrite it. And then that guy gets the right, like, gets to be the writer when they do the tag. Right. It's just like, yeah, so this guy was actually had the original idea. And he gets shit gets on. He washed off. He got fired from his own fucking project. Like, it's, there's a lot of shit like that that happens yeah. in Hollywood where yeah. you. And I think that's. They that's take your idea. That's like the. Cut you out. Big purpose of Matt Damon and good, Ben Affleck. Yeah, they so, probably had that happen to Yeah, so this was their first movie on it. Um, cool. I I thought it was really good. You know, it's, is it's Ben Affleck in it. Ben Affleck plays Phil Knight. Oh shit! Okay. The, the owner of, so of both Nike. In it. Yep, yep. Cool. Um, it was it was good. Um, I know that's a cool story. I saw yep. documentaries and stuff where they talk about how like Jordan wanted to sign with Adidas. Yep. and he didn't want anything to do with Nike. And then his mom, I think, made him. She's like, "You need to go talk to these people." Right. Yeah. So <laughs> his mom said, "You need to at least go talk to him." Yeah. Um, and then you know, in the movie, <laughs> and I don't know if this part's true or like how much of it's true or not, but in the movies. Mom had like this idea of like it's not just a million dollars or however much you're going to pay us. We want a percentage of the of the profits. Yeah. And you know they accepted and you know look look where it took yeah, them. They built yeah. Nike around him. Right. Yeah, and so. I guess they expect they were hoping for like three million dollars worth of sales in the first year, and they had like almost three hundred million or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. And now they and sell he was like a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that wasn't heard of at the time either. Like to right. sign a rookie to a huge shoe deal. Right. That you're going to build your brand around. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. It was going to yeah. look good. Yeah, it's a good um, movie. Do you know what Nike means? No. It's Greek. It means victory. Yeah. I think they may have said that in the movie. Yeah. They may have mentioned why Nike. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always thought that was cool. I always ask people nobody ever knows. But, yeah. And I've also heard that the lady who designed the uh, logo, the swoosh, Mm -hmm. um, got paid like 60 bucks for it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm fine with it. She's like, I do these, you know, do designs all the time. You have no idea one of them's going to become a huge symbol. But right. I was like, crazy. Bragging rights. Um, the last movie review I have is we went and saw Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah? You see that one? I, I have not. Dude. The boys want to. I it was good. We took Calvin. It was his first movie. We got them all pumped up. We even, they wore their hats. Calvin wore, oh my God, it's the cutest shit in the world. Calvin wore the Mario hat, and then Cameron wore the Luigi hat when they went in. There was actually a lot of kids dressed up for the, for the Mario and Luigi. When you bought the Luigi ticket, too. we're like, what, which movie do you want to see? And then, like, looked at the kids. Like, what? We just told them, I was like, I'm going to take the boys to see this movie. I think Calvin's ready. And if not, then, uh, you know, I don't mind walking out on the Mario movie. It's not like I'm going to be super, you know, emotionally attached to it. Uh, but no, he did good. It was the perfect length, too, because he was starting to get a little restless towards the end. But we yeah. we load him up with snacks and chips and stuff and popcorn and drinks. And, you know, we went to the B&B where the, the recliner, recliner. back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was he was sitting in style. And he did good. And the movie was great. I give it five stars, man. Like Really? Every, it was everything I wanted in the movie. It was tons of, like, nostalgic stuff, um, kind of poking fun at themselves. Um, you know, they gave Chris Pratt shit about, um, you know, not having an Italian accent or whatever, but they, they, they address that right in the beginning of the movie. Um, they kind of hmm. make fun of themselves. They have an old timey commercial where it's like, it's a me, a Mario, it's a me, a Luigi, we fixed it a plumbing. And like, and they're like watching their own commercial and they're like, do you think the accents are just too much? And they're like, nah, it's cool. You know? So, so they kind of fuck with themselves a little bit. Jack Black plays, um, King Koopa. Um, oh, nice! He has, See, I didn't know he that. He has yeah. a musical number, which is actually like uh, I think number one, like right now. It's Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. He's in love with Princess Peach. Well, and who so isn't? He's singing to her. Yeah. So yeah. it was great, man. They had a great scene where it's like Mario Kart, and like can you? I mean, if you can imagine that, just on the big screen, let alone 3D or yeah. 4K, um, it was great. So yeah. Um, hmm. Let me see. It did. Oh, I didn't like give the any of the ratings on any of this stuff. Uh, Cocaine Bear had 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 6 out of 10 on IMBD. Wakanda Forever was 6.5 6 or 6.7 out of 10 on IMBD. It had an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Um, and it made $859 made a lot of money. million. Dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, not too bad compared to Ant-Man, which made $474.5 million. It's 80% liked, you know, Google just has like or dislike. Right. It had 80% like on uh, on Google, though. 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, and then Mario Brothers, 
uh, was a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I didn't understand because it was so That's good. That's because it's all like super serious at douchebags. I never I never agree with Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I just list it just to see what they said. Yeah. IMBD gave it a 7.3 or something out of 10. Um, but here's what you need to know. Google users, 97%. Yeah. And those are real people. Because Google, so, yeah, Google users are the most realistic yeah, people. And I, I think, when yeah. I was looking these up, I went ahead and put my likes in too. So. Yeah. Um, and it did one billion worldwide. Over a billion worldwide. Really? Yeah. So that's well, nothing, that yeah, they're that's known. They're known right worldwide, too. right? Like, well, it's the same guys who did Minions and shit. Yeah. Um, oh. So yes. Okay. So yeah. Once I they did Minions, you know, they did uh, like a ton of those ones, and so once I was like, oh, that's the, this company. I was like, well, it's got to be good because they do such great animation. Yeah. Um. So yeah, dude, check yeah. it out. It's great, and your kids are probably gonna love it. Yeah. So I've got two more. Oh, okay. So I finally watched Samaritan. Apparently, I was on a Stallone kick. Yeah. Um, it was, was okay. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I saw that one. Yeah, it was okay. Um, I'd give it... You won't let me do half stars, so I'll have to do two. Two? Okay. Yeah. If I could do a half, I'd probably do two and... A I would quarter. probably give it two also. Um, if I gave it three, it would be just because I watched it with my dad and my son. And yeah. It was cool watching it. I like the twist it on the end. Stallone movie. Yeah, I'd like the twist at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had a good twist. Yeah. I saw that coming, though. I... Yeah. yeah. I, so a lot of times I try my hardest not to think about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I can't watch like TV shows like with my oldest and my wife because like NCIS, right? Like I have to tell them to shut the fuck up because <laughs> they're like, oh, this is going to have like shut the fuck up. I'm not watching it for that. I'm watching yeah. it for entertainment. Yeah. So no, I want everybody to know that yeah. I figured it out. Yeah, so that's I'll how those you. two are. Yeah. Now those two will watch like date. <laughs> I used to watch Dateline with my wife, but then I realized she was watching it to get tips. To kill me. Um, <laughs> Murder porn. Yeah, to get away with it. So they'll watch like those kind of shows now, and like they do it to try and guess what what happened next and all this stuff. I'm like, I, that's not why I want to watch TV. Yeah. I want to be entertained, not... Well, just... It, 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 I figured it out. That's all I'll say. Yeah. It was, it was a good twist, but yeah, saw that shit coming. So the last one we watched was Hidden Figures. Ooh. The wife decided... It, you know, that one was on Disney now. So she's like, hey, let's watch that one as a family. So... Oh, um, hidden figures, huh? Yeah, What's that about? that's the one um, based on the space program, and those those the black women came in and like oh, were like calculators I've been and stuff. To watch yeah, that one. yeah. I, I saw a trailer for it forever ago. Yeah, and then I never saw shit about it, and I was like, "What was that movie?" Where like, yeah, they, it was that's a true story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's that one's not only and inspired. That one's based on yeah, a true apparently story. These like chicks were like, yeah, mathematicians. Yep, and they, they all like, were just whizzes at math. Calculations and then to the moon. so. Um, this one like did all these calculations for like um, re-entry and stuff, so they wouldn't burn yeah. up. And then like all these other girls, like they get brought in like one of the first IBM computers, and they had this hard time trying to get it to fit these white guys trying to have a hard time trying to figure it out. So a lot of these black girls like we we need to be the experts on this, and so they went in and like they snuck in and like started doing it, and like eventually sure. they're like, okay, well you guys know what you're doing, so. Yeah. There you nice. go. So yeah, it my youngest, who's who's really into science. Um, as soon as the movie's over, he started doing math. I'm like, well, worth it. Yeah. Wow. Yep. No, that's, so, that's like I, yeah. What higher stakes doing math? Like, could you imagine like, oh, if you get your homework wrong, we're not going to make it to yeah, space. That guy's going to die. He's going to yeah, burn like, up. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Let me get uh, let me get yeah. cracking on but, this. But it was cool because it kind of showed <laughs> showed the struggles of the '60s as well. Well, yeah. Where, yeah you know, like she had to she had to run almost a mile on campus to the only bathroom where she could go. What? A mile? Yeah, because it was... That shit in the bush. Fuck it you. was... Uh, well, back in those tight days, they weren't they weren't rude people like us. Oh, maniac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was the only female-colored bathroom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you don't so, think... Yeah. Yeah, so you, it showed the struggles of the, of the color barrier back then, too. Yeah, just um, taking a piss is... You're going to walk a mile. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I would just buy some diapers if it was me. That one's on Disney? That one's on Disney Plus. Yeah, watch that one. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. I'd give that one four stars. Cool. Yeah, yeah it looked good. Yeah, that's definitely a good one with, for the family. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Yeah, we had a lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, a lot of good stuff coming out post-COVID. Yeah. Uh, fan theory about The Simpsons. Yeah, this so, one's all you. Yeah. I heard this one a while ago, and there's tons of... of theories about you know fan theories about the simpsons and just different episodes and there's a whole thing about them telling the future and stuff i don't i think all that's a coincidence um you just 
you know, with that many episodes, you're bound to get yeah, something right. Because South, it happens with South Park too. Yeah, all yeah. the time. Um, but this one I thought was pretty fun. Apparently, I think in the second season, um, there's an episode where Bart takes um, one of Homer's Duff beers to a, a paint shaker, and he shakes it up so much that when Homer opens it, it opens it, it explodes. It's like an April Fool's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he ends up going to the hospital. In the hospital, he gets uh, crushed by a vending machine and goes into a coma. And so the fan theory is that from that point on, you know, in the, in the episode, he eventually ends, uh, episode ends, he wakes up and starts choking Bart. But the fan theory is that he's still in the coma because after that, all the episodes, you know, you know, the first few seasons, it was mostly about just the family. You know, it was like a sitcom, just a family. And, like, you know, Homer's trying to stop drinking and shit. And Bart's getting in trouble at school. And after that, though, like, you know, shit just spins. You know, there's aliens. And, and you know, Homer goes to space. And just all this, like, crazy unrealistic stuff just starts happening. So the theory is that this is all in his head. And he's hearing conversations around him. And, and that explains why the kids stay the same age. The kids never yeah. age. Yeah, because yeah. when the last time he saw him, <clears throat> saw them, they were, um, you know. How do you know how old the kids are? I actually wrote it down. I don't. Know. 10, 8, and 1. 10, 8, and 1. Yeah. Lisa's 10? I think Bart's 10. Bar- Bart's 10. Pretty sure Lisa's her. Lisa's the, the middle kid. Yeah, middle kid. And then Maggie's 1. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the theory. And let me see what else I wrote down here. Yeah, Bart blows him up. He goes to the hospital. Um, I think that it would be crazy if the final episode was Homer waking up from his coma. It'd be super sad, but yeah. him waking up from his coma and then all his grown family around him. And, um, yeah, that'd hmm. be a super sad ending, but I think it'd be crazy. Yeah. Blow well, there's, there's like no sign and of And then he starts ending. choking Bart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 40-year-old Bart. Yes. <laughs> Who's probably like wearing a suit by then or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's yeah. the theory. It's a fun one. That's probably yeah. I've heard is one of the most popular theories hmm. about the show. Uh, but there's tons of them. If you just Google or you know just YouTube Simpsons, Simpsons theories, theories, there's tons of fun ones. Too. Nice. All right. Well, uh, what do you got to recommend to watch? Uh, me and Courtney started watching this show on Apple TV called The Door Prize. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. It's got a lot of like kind of well-known people in it, but. Uh, it's kind of a weird show, but it's funny. It's like a comedy about this machine that shows up in this small town, and it's like a um, it's like an arcade looking thing. But you give it, you put some information in, and it spits out your potential, your potential basically on a little card. And um, basically, like people start getting these cards, and you know, one lady tells her she needs to ride a motorcycle, and she's always wanted to ride a motorcycle. So everybody who gets these cards is, like, blowing their mind because it's like, I've always wanted to do that, or I've always wanted to be this, or, like, it's affecting their life. So it's like the mentalist with the machine, kind of? I don't know the mentalist is, but... A mind mind reader. Kind of. Quote, unquote. But it's not really reading their mind. It's, like, listing their potential. And Mm. it's crazy because these people in the town, the things that they start doing because of this machine... Um, really just start intertwining with each other and it kind of follows a guy who at first he doesn't want to he doesn't want to do it or anything and I don't want to give anything away about what he you know eventually gets you know he's going to use the machine eventually but um, his wife uses it and she like gets one um, that makes him feel kind of shitty and like uh, it's, it's really good so so far we really like it but it's kind of hard to explain um, but yeah it's on Apple TV it's called The Door Prize and it's got the guy He's like an uh, Irish actor. Um, he was the love interest on Bridesmaids. I should have looked up his name, but he's a funny guy. He's funny. Sure. Yeah. Don't ask for my suggestions <laughs> if you're not going to fucking... So I have a couple of older <laughs> movies I want to recommend. Ooh, Because like they've, they've kind of come up in conversation lately. Okay. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to recommend them. Bloodsport. Bloodsport, Van Dam. Van Dam, yeah. Can't go wrong with Bloodsport. Um, and that came up because someone Damn, said, well, the, the Chinese guy or the Asian guy was dead. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure he's still alive and kicking. Still? He's like 70-something years old. Off of chickens yeah. And shit still. yeah, he's still alive. He's a skinnier. He's not He's not ripped like he was. But, oh, yeah. It's hard but, to maintain that. Yeah. old as fuck. Yeah, so there's, <laughs> there's still a chance that maybe Bloodsport 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes out there in his walker. Yeah. So the other one is The Last Dragon. Mm. Is that Bruce Lee? No. Oh. That is... Oh, that's Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. We, and this came up because we thought... So 
the main, the big bad guy, his character's name is Shonuff. Like this big black guy with his like fro. Shonuff. It's a horrible 80s movie, but it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I give it like four stars. It's really okay. good. Um, What's it called? The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's all mostly black people mm-hmm. with kung fu. It's really, really good. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So, like, I was looking at it. Um, if, if the guy that played Leroy, who's the main, the main character, if he were to go to Planet Comic Con, I'd be all over that to yeah. get a picture with him. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you got anything else? Um, well, I had Violent Night. Did you see that one? I haven't heard of that one. That one's really good. Um, it's on Peacock, and it's just uh, it's like a rated R. It's about Santa Claus, and he goes to deliver some uh, presents to this house. And they just happen to be like being attacked by like terrorists, and turns out that um, Santa's got some PTSD from when he was uh, formerly a Viking, like four hundred years ago or some shit. Or that would explain why he's years. up north, yeah. And huh. uh, yeah, so it's a really cool take on Santa, and just like he's trying to be a good guy, like but uh, sometimes huh. you gotta Violent fucking night. crush somebody's skull. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's got the big guy. He plays the Russian uh, Captain America in uh, Black Widow. I don't oh, know his name, but he's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so check that one out. It's on Peacock. It's, you know, not really Christmas time, but that one's going to be a classic. Um, I think I told you about Fat Man with Noel Gibson. No. He plays Santa. Oh, they're very similar storylines, and they're both really good, but um, Violent Night's definitely more violent. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then Guardians 3, I want to see that one. And then yeah. just have that one for you. That one's about to come up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. May 5th. May waiting. 5th. Oh, this weekend. Yeah. Is it this, this weekend? Coming, this coming weekend. So Cinco de 5th. Yeah. Shit. I'm going to have to wait a week to watch that one then. Shit. Well, maybe the 7th. That's right. I'll probably have to wait too. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you need to watch Uncut Gems, man. What are you doing with your life? Uncut Gems, yeah. yeah. So a couple other ones coming up. Tonight. Tonight. Probably not tonight. So The Flash is about to come out. Yes. Yep. Oh, get yep. With Michael Keaton back as Batman. I'm Batman. Yes. Yep. That's going to be awesome. And I yep. heard Christian Bale, not Christian Bale, but... Um, ben Affleck's ben, in it. Ben Hooflick, what flick's going to play it, and then there's going to be another Batman, I thought. There's going to be three A Batmans third Batman? Yeah. Oh, um, George Clooney. That would be badass, especially yeah. if it had the nipples. God damn it, you love his nipples, man. <laughs> Give up. Let go of the nipples. Yeah. It, didn't, it, it was actually just the areola part. It didn't have the nipples. Whatever. I mean, I wish they would have had nipples on <laughs> Alicia Silverstone. Nipples but, on everything. Yeah. <laughs> so what sucks is that Ezra Miller, the guy who plays Flash, is just a complete piece of shit in real life. That's what I And hear. so this is probably, hopefully, his last time playing in the role. And that's a but shame he plays it really man, good. He was looking to make some Yeah, in money. Justice League, he was really good. This had the potential to just... Yeah. And this is... was the funniest part about the Justice League. And this is, like is based on the uh, Flashpoint. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking could save them. It's just since there's time travel involved, just flip it around at the end to make, you know, oh, now we cast this other actor. Right. Well, now we have the, one of the other versions of Flash exactly. that's Wally West or yeah. or Jay Garrick. So Same. they yeah. could pivot, but that yeah. sucks that these actors keep getting in trouble, man. Yeah. I don't know what is about money. When you got money, you buy drugs. <laughs> yeah. So the other one that Any just came them? out on Amazon, Citadel. Citadel, yeah. yeah. That one's Switch. got my boy Rob Stark Yeah, the it. guy that played Rob Stark yeah. on it. So it kind of, like, the trailer to me looked like kind of a Jason Bourne slash 007 kind of. In the future, comic. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because I guess Bourne he's lost his memory. Yeah, Minority Report or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to check that one out, yeah. too. That one looks good. I don't know why that guy hasn't been in more stuff. He's a great actor. and Yeah, well, he ruined himself by being in The Eternals. I thought he was good in the Eternals. It was okay. The Eternals just wasn't. He just played hunky Superman guy. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty. Yeah. He played the Marvel version of Superman guy. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that, Brian? Well, the movie wasn't very good. The movie was okay. How many yeah. stars did you give that one? Based on Infinity War, one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably have to drop it down to two. If I gave Wakanda Forever three, then yeah, Eternals yeah. has to be a two. But. That's on the Marvel scale, so it's still right. better than most movies. <laughs> Marvel scale is not the same. <laughs> yeah. The Marvel scale, yeah. A two for Marvel yeah. is like a four for you know somebody else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what do you got coming up? Um, what do I have coming up? I didn't write anything down for that. Uh, oh, wait. Upcoming plans. Yeah, I didn't write anything down. 
What do we got coming up? Um, well, you have that that yeah. you're there, uh, at another shop for a week. Yes, yes, the yeah. um, the guest spot. That's gonna yeah. be cool. Going to Kansas City. I actually have one set up in Lawrence now too. I haven't advertised it. Yet, oh yeah. But uh, this my boy Chris LaHue at um, the Tattoo Factory. I was supposed to say factory tattoo company. Um, I've worked some conventions with him, and he's a cool guy. And um, I was just like, yeah, if I'm gonna start doing some guest spots, which Kansas City would be my first one. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna you know do some more local. Lawrence, I got my buddy in Manhattan, um, Cody at Black Mammoth. He says that I could do a guest spot up there. So nice. just do some local areas, you know, like yeah. not a far drive yet, and then maybe branch out in a few years and do, you know, a few states, maybe go to bigger places like New York, California, you know, stuff like that. And then eventually once the kids are out, I want to start, like, going to, like, you know, Spain, like take the wife to Spain or Germany. Amsterdam. Or the U.K., yeah, wherever, yeah. and just do some conventions there. Nice. And uh, yeah, so this is the beginning of it, getting the ball rolling. And nice. The guys at um, Definitive in Kansas City are—they're cool. I've spent some time in there getting tattooed, and we did a drink and draw up there one time. And some of them knew who I was, and I've checked out their work. So it's not a completely, you know, strange environment, but it's just you know familiar enough to where maybe I can just cruise in there and feel comfortable. Comfortably uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 And I already have a few people booked. Like pretty much, I have one person booked for each day. Like a three to five hour tattoo, so it's gonna be just fine. Nice. Yeah. Is it all locals in KC that you have lined up? Or? No, I wanted more Kansas City people, but I have like a, a couple. Everyone of from people here from Topeka coming. Yeah. Like, everybody like I go to schedule. I'm like, oh, I'll be in Kansas City. Uh, you know, I don't have to push you out a week if you don't want to. It's like if you want to come to Kansas City and get tattooed, you can. They're like, yeah, that's fine. Um, one girl's coming from like Overbrook or something, um, and then I have one from Kansas City, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of just they'll come to me. I don't care. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure I'll maybe, if I have time, take a couple, you know, a few walk-ins from some locals. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm excited. What do you got coming up? Well, uh, we have booked a family vacation to Myrtle Beach. Oh, nice. So, I was just talking about when yeah, you take the family the, to the beach. The boys have never been to the beach. They've never been on an airplane. So really? This is oh, a flying. good opportunity to, uh, yep. When's that going down? Early in June. Like, oh, okay. only like a week or two after school gets out. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So soon. Yeah. All right. Good luck yeah. with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids it's on exciting. I mean, our youngest is nine, so it'll be, yeah. be fine. Yeah. Just give yeah. them gum to help keep their ears from popping. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife has to do that anyways. I do that. So. My ears pop like a son of a bitch. Yeah. And the yeah. teenager won't give a shit because he'll have his earphones in. and. Yeah. 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 It doesn't make it just flying. It makes you feel weird, though, too. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I've done it enough now that it really doesn't. Yeah. It must take so, time to get kind of used And not only are we flying them, they get a layover experience. We have, cool. like, two-hour layover in Charlotte. So they get to experience having Walking to wait. Around having the to wait. Yeah. <laughs> now, Charlotte, so I've been to Charlotte many times. It's a great airport for that. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of stuff you can walk around and cool. see and I like they usually have some kind of like museum exhibit or like something that you can just don't cost anything you could just wander. Just look at. Yeah. I do think they need more places to lay down in airports though. Like yeah. you're constantly well, exhausted. They, they do if chairs. you buy the first class stuff. Fuck all that. Yeah. I just want a mat to lay on. Just put it on this corner and I'll lay over there. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like people laying on the floor and shit. You're just like you could hook us up with like a little nook area to do this. So speaking of airports the on the way back from Vegas, we had to fly to Minneapolis and we had a layover there. It had the coolest store I've ever seen in an airport. Hmm. Prince. It was a store for Prince. Oh, really? The artist Prince. Oh, yeah. The artist formerly known as Prince. Well, he wa Well, he's dead now. Do you know so why yeah. he changed his name to that? No. Um, the production company, the recording company that he worked with, owned the rights to the name Prince. So he couldn't use it anymore once he wanted to drop them. So he huh. changed his name to the artist form. To just the symbol that he that he created. And uh, yeah, I always thought that was funny. I never knew that when I was a kid. I was like, why the fuck did he do that? Huh. And now that I know, I'm like, yeah, that was a stone cold baller move. Fuck yeah. them. Man. I mean, like, he I was a, literally he, changed my the, name to the artist formerly known the, as Prince. The more and more you learn <laughs> about Prince, the more and more like he He's just had badass. the biggest set of balls. Yeah, and it was he just is awesome. a badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So That's you know cool. something we do need to have coming up is another game night. Which is something we actually haven't talked about, was the Game of Thrones Risk game that yeah. you did. Yeah, and I'm currently yeah. King of Westeros. Yeah. And you should bend the knee. Yeah. I, I had to. You had to, yeah. I had to, I just lost. Some, just every time you see me, you just need to yeah. go ahead and I, drop I one knee. Yeah. That's right. Lannister blood runs thick. Yeah. Lannister <laughs> pussy for life, right? <laughs> is that what I said? <laughs> That's oh what you God. said. <laughs> I need to fucking watch what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a fun night. I'm totally down to 
do it. I'll uh, I'll maybe just pick a day and see if it works with you. Yeah. Um, should we do it here again? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that worked out pretty fun. Yeah, it worked out really good. All right, we can talk. We can figure out the details later. Yeah. Risk. Yeah. We came with global domination. All right, man. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. This was fun. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I guess they're not watching. They're probably just listening because. Yeah. Why would they just watch a wall? Yeah, don't watch a wall. If you yeah. guys want to follow my work um, on Instagram, it's at Ink by Dave with underscores. Um, and you can pretty much find me on any platform searching yeah. that. Yeah. And then Olympus Inc. That's Olympus at, Inc. Yep. Yeah. At Olympus Inc. And you can find links to everybody in the studio. And uh, Brian's Deadpool. At Deadpool, which is D E D P E W L. So Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool Supra. <laughs> so that's what my license plate on the on the Supra is, is D E D P E W L. So baller. Yeah. <laughs> I figured they, they, cause you know, they ask now, right? Like when you get your light custom license plate, they ask, what does that mean? So I figured if I had it like some goofy dumbass way of spelling it, it'd be a lot easier to, to yeah. get it. Cause I would, I was afraid like they'd be, someone would be like, oh, that means dead police. Oh like, yeah. Fuck the police. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I do it some goofy, goofy spelling way. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually forgot I had this to give to you that I got from Comic-Con and it made me think of you. Oh Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Bob Ross as a skeleton painting Skeletor and He-Man trying to kiss him. Yes. Nice, dude. Thank you. Yeah. I love That's that awesome. That's almost that. like Skeletor because like, the arms are, are blue. Yeah. Like Skeletor. Yeah, I think it's Skeletor as Bob Ross painting. As Bob Ross. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the artist that I got that from. Uh, what's his name? Jess Pill. Yeah, J S P I L L art. But uh, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have he to. He had a uh, lot of great stuff, and I was just yeah, like, nice. Oh, he had like some of like you know Velma and Daphne, like you know sexy, and then yeah. like some funny ones with like yeah, like um, you know He Man kissing, you know, yeah. fucking that. So that's the one artist I miss when I don't go to Comic Con all the time. Mm. Is there's one that does all the drawings of like superheroes taking a shit or yes. do, yeah. yeah. So I've got how many do I have? I've got. Eight of them up in my bathroom. I have three. Yeah, that's funny. So I, I Deadpool was the first one, and then like I've bought one like every year since. I think I got one of his. It might be. I think it's Boba Fett, and yeah. he's taking a shit and he's reading Harry so Potter. So last year, because I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. And last year he came out with the Ninja Turtles yeah. series, <laughs> and then like, like a month later I went to buy Shredder, mm-hmm. and it was I couldn't find it anymore. So I need to go back and see because I want I want to get Shredder. Yeah, that's so funny. We have the yeah. same bathroom art. I have the Big Lebowski up, and then I have uh, one of the Lloyd taking a shit from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, uh, these, yeah. These have all been gifts that people have gotten me over the years. But, yeah, I have a, quite a nice collection going. It sounds like you have a lot, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah mine's you... all just that one artist, though. No, yeah, these are different yeah. artists, but yeah. uh, they're really cool. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, have a good one. Have a good one. Love you. Bye.